This is Akafe. Laura Marie and Jessica Marie proudly present A Court of Fandoms and Exploration, a podcast. Fair warning, everything the hosts say is explicit, full of spoilers and adult content and shall not be used against them. They have opinions. Let's try not to drag anyone for expressing themselves and just have fun for an hour. We all deserve it. This episode does not contain spoilers, but does mention Twilight, Game of Thrones, the Infernal Devices, and the Mortal Instruments. And welcome to A Court of Fandoms and Exploration, your weekly deep dive into the YA literature and fandoms that we love. I'm Laura Marie. And I'm Jessica Marie. And today we are discussing the one and only entry in the Shadowhunters film universe. This is Shadowhunters, The Mortal Instruments, (laughs) City of Bones, book one. From 2000, (laughs) the movie from 2013. Oh, it's it's not a fever dream. I thought it was a fever dream. It's very real. Um, and I say that because the first time I ever saw it, I'm sorry, my voice is still really off. I'm, I've been sick. Um, the first time I saw it, it was like four or five in the morning at your place. And you're like, let's watch Shadowhunters. I was like, okay. And went to, back to bed after that and woke back up. Didn't think it was real till you told me later that day. We were talking about the movie and I'm thinking... That was today. That was real. <laughs> and it feels like a fever dream even with the rewatch. So, Yeah, you know, that was real. We all, I think, kind of wish that this wasn't real. Uh, it's I mean, I'm not I'm not spoiling this. It's not good. Right. It's not good. This has all of the elements. It has yeah. all of the pieces coming together to make something wonderful. And it just it doesn't work. And we were trying to figure out like why it doesn't work. And it, 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 it just doesn't. Well, let me preface this also by saying like, I, we, we had discussed, you know, ahead of recording, um, some of the elements that I was like, look, as somebody who works in entertainment, like, this is what I can see. This is kind of what I've seen on the message boards. Yes, I did. I did go to Reddit people. Like I am shocked with me too, but I was like, I need to see what people are saying about this. And people had even said like, did the filmmakers, did they read the book? Was there no in like input from Cassie Clare? Was it one of those situations where, you know, maybe when when you're very new in this industry or like there's a lot of dollar signs, like it could be very tempting, I'm sure, for not just Cassandra Clare, but like anybody. Like you don't you don't get all that creative input. You were just like, yes, where do I sign my name? But then Laura started spilling all these facts, all these facts <laughs> that I was like, what the hell? I had no idea. I was so sh- I mean, I'll let you, let you share the facts because when I heard everything that you said and everybody who was involved, I was so shocked and disappointed because like you said, the elements were there. Like all the facts that Laura's about to share with everybody, you're just like, then then why did everything <laughs> turn out so wrong? So wrong. <laughs> so wrong. Okay, so wrong. So the, these are the facts. These are facts. You can Google these facts. They will pop up. This is like, whatever. I'm not making any of this up. All right. So Lily Collins, who plays Clary, she's fine. She's a fine Clary, whatever. Um, She really, really pushed for this role. She read the book. She was a huge fan. She was like really into this. Okay. So this movie, this movie is coming out or this movie came out in 2013. In July of 2013, the Hollywood Reporter says that Sigourney Weaver is going to be in the next movie. It's um, City of Ashes. Ashes. Yeah, yeah, City of Ashes. That Sigourney Weaver is going to be in it. Like this is this is going to be a franchise, right? Everybody is like, this is going to be a big franchise. Everything's going to be planned out. Okay, that didn't happen. Obviously, could you imagine like? Her contract, like her her agents and her lawyers being like, we got this dope deal, sign it. You're, you're like, oh my gosh, we have Sigourney Weaver, Weaver on this project. And like, that's it? Well, they were all, that's the thing. Like the entire cast was like going to come back for the next one. 
All yeah. of them. Everybody. Everybody was all in on this being a life-changing like franchise. And it didn't happen. Uh, filming for the sequel was supposed to begin on October 2013. This is like right after the movie came out. Uh, and it just didn't happen. It got pushed back and pushed back. And then it finally got rebooted in 2016 as a TV show. But more on the movie. Okay. Okay. So, so the studio uh, did not think that... Uh, Clary, a female MC here, would be a big seller, and they asked her to change the lead into a male. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Unacceptable. But that goes to my second point that says, like, by all accounts, Cassie Clare was, like, relatively heavily involved here. Um, she had say. She had, like, input. She she was there. She was on set. She, and that goes to my next point, she uh, fucking hand-picked. Robert Shea, who was the executive producer on The Lord of the Rings, uh, to to be part of this project, handpicked this guy to be on there. And like, ugh, oh, my God. OK, more on this. So uh, Matthew D'Addario, who plays Alec in the show, actually auditioned for Alec in the movie and he didn't get the part. I just think that's amusing. <laughs> um, the director and everybody involved specifically said that they did not want to use a lot of CGI. They wanted to really stay away from that. But like, okay, I mean, we'll get into it when we start talking about the movie. Um, the the stunt work they put the actors through a lot of stunt work because they didn't want to use wires. But like, fine. But there are some stunts in there where I'm like, there's no like there's that no was at way. least a stunt double. Yeah, no way. It's uh, I don't know. It's it's just this whole thing. And then like you have all of these like high profile actors. Um like Jared Harris you have in here. You have um Lena that is fucking Cersei Lannister. Queen Cersei Lannister first of her name right here as Miss Jocelyn Frey. It, it's like Jonathan Rhys Myers. I mean, that's Henry VIII. We have all of these people like Simon, Simon, Simon. Um, and then, of course, Jamie. Like, it just, it just, damn it. <laughs> well, damn it. There's, there's a damn lot to it. be upset about. But I like, I do think if you think about it from like a, like a general public standpoint, because at this point, this movie came out in 2013. Twilight Saga, the books and the, the franchise has already been out because Jamie was in the Twilight series. Um, and so... Spoiler. Oh, yeah. Spoiler. Um, what is he? He's part of, like, the Voltive. Or yeah, he's, what, you, he's, like, not, he's, like yeah. one of the bad guys. And it, it's just, I think you can, for most, I think for the general public, mostly, you know, it's always, like, vampires and werewolves, you know that there are sworn enemies, you could pretty much go into any franchise knowing they're going to be against each other. You don't need to know all the in-betweens. You don't have to have read the books. And this movie was clearly something that I don't want to say it was fan service, but there were all these little things that were happening within the movie that unless you were a fan of the books and it, like of the series in general, you're not going to pick up on these little things or like the impact of things that are and aren't there. For example, Max, like where was, you know, we have a lot of the main characters from the books. You have Clary and Simon and Luke and Jace and Isabel, Alec, Magnus, Valentine. Those are just some of the key people. But then you have a lot of the side characters who were still just as important and were very involved in the storyline in this series that impact the whole thing later on. So to not see them and get it, it's a movie. You can only do so much in two hours but I, I, I just feel like there were there were things that were missing. But then to like what you said, Laura, there were also some things that were like very like sh pulled straight from the book too. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like there are quotes here that are pulled straight from the book. Scenes that are straight from the book. Like some stuff is is like hella accurate, right? But like. That's the other thing. Like, it's a long movie. It's long. We're two plus hours. Like, and even then, you're just like, damn, damn. Because just to your point, like, obviously, for if, okay, if you're listening to this, I hope you've read the books. But if you haven't, you'll have fun. But <laughs> the Mortal Instruments is just like not the strongest story out of this one, right? So everybody starts here. But like, 
this movie said that it didn't want to rely on special effects, but the special effects that are in here are necessary, right? Like, the demons are necessary, but it's bad. It's bad. Uh, you know, the 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 Stelly stuff is necessary, but it's bad. I, I, it just... I, it's one of those things where it's you want the thing that you love to make it on to, like, the big screen or the small screen, right? But, like... Do you really want that if it's going to just suck ass, even even if everything looks perfect on paper? Because everything looks perfect on paper here. Even the script, like the script is is what it is. OK, but Jace is still sassy. Simon is still Simon. Isabel is like they are still their characters. hundred yeah. percent. I agree with you. Yeah, a hundred percent. I know these people and 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 I know in this situation Jace is going to say something like this. Isabel's going to react like this because we know that Clary is the first girl that she's been around for an extended period of time. So that's why their relationship is like this. You don't get any of that, really. You get in the movie, you get like very passing. Like, okay, okay, let's just let's just let's just start in the movie. Let's start in the movie. It opens pretty much like the books, right? It's Clary's birthday. She wants to go to the club. Her mom doesn't want to talk to her. Luke is there. It's all pretty, like, standard. Ripped from the book. Nefarious loins at the poetry reading. Pandemonium. Except, okay, Jess, you and I were talking about it. Angelic power on the pandemonium sign. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. (laughs) It doesn't. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You have Isabel, Jace, and Alec. Um, killing the demon. Okay, this is all fine. This is all accurate, more or less. It's in the middle of the club instead of in a closet, whatever. Um, there is a there is a throwaway line here that Simon says. He's like, Clary, you didn't maybe you didn't see somebody murder get murdered in the middle of the club. You know, sometimes they pump hallucinogens into the air. Um that is just like kind of a funny because um the club that Sebastian and Clary go to with Jace Right. There's like fairy drugs falling from mm-hmm. the ceiling. So everybody has a good time. It's just it's just one of those fun little things. And and the fan service that you're talking about, Jess, is very evident, I think, kind of because Isabel's in the ruby necklace. It's never fucking discussed. And, and they like zoom in on it. So it's it's very much. But like you said, it's not discussed. The only reason I as a fan know about the necklace is because of like the backstory with the infernal devices. But if I had just read the immortal instruments without and like saw that scene, I'd be like, oh, but but I would still be like, oh, that's the necklace from that she's wearing in the books. Yeah, I'd be like, that's oh, that's it. Isabel's necklace. You right. wouldn't be like, oh, that's Magnus and Camille's necklace. Like, like it, you just yeah, but like that's like Ugh. Ugh. it's just it's just frustrating. Um, I know that one of the complaints that the fans have is that Jace's eyes here are blue and not gold, but they do very briefly flash gold in the beginning, and then they just, like, never do anything with that. To argue that, to argue that, they're like, yes, okay, I'm not going to argue what's on paper, blah, 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 the books. But you could argue if it was especially, ugh, I'm going to get angry about this for a second, though, is, like, Okay, the Herondales are known for their blue eyes. And we know that Jace is a Herondale, all the fun stuff. But I go back to, with all the fun facts that you shared, I think you got to the part where Cassie had a firm hand in this. Like, it, I thought she was completely removed because how would all the elements be there and not go well? But you had the actual, like, the person who created this world overseeing everything right there and now i'm like and again like if it was an issue with Cass, like she'd be like no or if it was really that big of a deal contacts everybody's using contacts now mm-hmm. like i don't know i just that that's the smallest thing that people are upset about like there, there are a lot of things oh, well they they don't like clary's hair color it's too dark because it's a dark auburn as, as opposed to like the gin- like okay a fiery fiery red like fiery like fiery ginger red okay yeah. i'm a redhead i'm not a ginger redhead that doesn't make me like any less of one but they point to cat and her her clary and that is the perfect 
Like, everyone agrees that, like, that's it. I'm not going to say, like, when I read the books, I imagine Kat McNamara, and I love her. And she's like, every time I see her as a blonde, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Mia. And then when I see her as a redhead, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Claire. Like, it's she's Clary, just, yeah, it's she's Clary. just like one of those, those people who, like, look good with every, any hair color, but <laughs> I digress. Uh, okay, so movie, movie stuff, movie follows, movie follows books, um, Blackwell and Pangborn, uh, you know, attack mom the next day, Clary, draws all night you know da 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 all of that so then clary is out with simon and they're at java jones right and she's showing him like all this stuff like oh i'm drawing all this stuff oh my god everything's crazy da 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 and she sees jace and like you know all the invisible stuff and um and then jace makes a crack that like simon is in love with clary and that's the second time so far that someone has told clary that simon is in love with her i just think that's interesting that like very early on they're like harping on that um, but I, I want to talk about the JC box because we get the JC box. Like, we get that, but like, we don't get to see like what else is in there. And of course, we know there's like hair in there, but like the potion, all of that stuff. Um, then, all the uh, zooming in on the stuff is very, like you said, is significant for the fans and significant for like the fan service. And of course, like if you're like a cinephile, you just like typical, you know, media format is if you zoom in on something that's supposed to be important and it'll unfold later on. But I feel like this zoom in on stuff with this movie didn't have that like ROI that the gen public usually gets because it's the zooming in for the fans, not for like the gen Like, you know what I mean? I do. I do. Because then we get a shot of Luke going into his like padded cell and we get a zoom in on his like phone and stuff because it's not in there. And it's just like, Okay, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. But then, then we get our bad, bad, bad CGI of the kitchen demon. So just tell me about this kitchen scene. I'm just like, okay, so yeah, you have the kitchen scene. We're talking about the one after her mom was already kidnapped, right? Yes. So we have the kitchen demon. It's first supposed to be like, I, 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 I will say, I am very proud of Clary's quick wit. She's quick on her toes. She's like, oh, there's a dog. Let me let me isolate him into the bathroom, even though half the door is broke. He really can't jump through it. So let me just put this Rottweiler in here. Nothing about nothing negative about Rottweilers. Yeah, I love just, them. I grew up with one. That's just that's just the was. dog that's in the yeah. movie. So then, um, so then, of course, Roddy turns demon, escapes the bathroom. Bad CGI. Bad CGI. <sighs> kind of creepy though. Like anytime yeah. anybody like you see like the whites of the eyes, you're like, oh, this isn't a good sign. Mm-hmm. And I will say she's very quick on her. She turned on the gas. She, I was like, good That's for her. Girl. Yeah. Like that is quick thinking because a lot of people in situations like that, it's, you know, everybody talks about it, fight or flight. You know, you don't, which one are you? And you, and honestly, everybody can think they're one until they're in a situation and then you figure out that might not be the case, but that's not the case here. She was like, I'm going to look, where's the gas? Where's the fumes? Here's my lighter. And she does the thing. She hides in the fridge next, but she's not exactly in the fridge. She just kind of uses the door as a barrier. The kitchen explodes. How she comes out unscathed is, that's like my thing. I swear she has a concussion. I swear she has a concussion because she's sitting there like... Like this for a while. Maybe. Well, I mean, doesn't she in a way? Because then she eventually passes out at the Institute. Yeah, because she, yeah, she, she got bit. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's because the bit. She's fucked up, but like. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe like the demon bite exacerbated her concussion. I don't know. But so that happens. Jace is there. He finally like kills it with. Like the serif blade. Thank you. It's the serif blade because I was like, it's not the steely because it's the huge ass blade. So and then like we're good. He doesn't name them. This is a little detail, right? How do you get a serif blade to light up? You have to say the name of the angel to get it to work, right? I completely forgot uh, about that. I keep in mind, I've only read this book once, and it's but all like. Yeah, but th- that is standard. Like Gabriel, yeah. all you have to, you have to name your serif blade, and they do not hear. And I know because yeah. that's like it just wouldn't play well on camera. I understand that, but like, well, even the blade is very CGI'd because it's all glowy and stuff. It's not yeah. like a typical blade. You just be like, okay, here's this iridescent magical blade. Mm-hmm. But nothing. But here's the thing: nothing is explained, and I like I hate. 
oh, I, I, I hate sounding like I'm bitching about this movie because I want to love it. I love this world. And what was the first thing I said? I was like, oh, I'm not going to cry. Nothing's going to make me cry like a way Sarah makes me cry. And this is the only other series that have, has really made me cry um, the way that it has. And I want to like it. I do. And it's like the you have to kind of take it at face value and just kind of embrace it for what it is. But it doesn't come without its critiques, though, because that's the whole frustration of the fans, especially when you had like all the elements are there, you know? Talking about something good, piggybacking off what you're saying, because, uh, you know, we sandwich here. We sandwich here. Good, bad, good. Bad, good, good. Here, uh <laughs> Jace, when he when he kills, I think I I can't remember the name of this demon. It's a hunting demon, a uh, tracker demon. But he um he takes off his hood, right? And he looks at her and he like slicks his hair back. And I was just like, that's that's our Harrendale sir. Like he oh. knows he knows his angles. He knows his light. He knows how to look good. Like well, it's like on the subway when when Simon when and they're bickering. Yeah, and they're bickering, and it's like him, Clary, and Simon, and Simon's just like, oh, you know, somebody's staring at you, and he goes, of course, I'm ridiculous attractive. Yeah, like, I know, Jamie, we all know. We all know. Uh, I Okay, so then I, I like when Simon's in there and Simon's like, uh, and, and Clary's like, and, and there's this guy, he, you can't see him, but he's there and then she's like, fuck, I can't see him either. And then, and then he pops up and he's like, <laughs> Jace Whalen, demon hunter. And the, the first thing I was like, Jace Whalen, I was like, ugh. Uh, but, yeah, because I forgot. Yeah, you forget, right? You're just like, ugh, oh, we're back here. Um, but then you're just like, demon hunter. But it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 It's just so, and I love his quip there about like, my hair is naturally blonde. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, just like, because that's straight from the books. Yeah. And I thought it was like a peroxide blonde. And then you see him in all this Stranger Things press tour. And I was like, no, he's literally. Yeah. And, and it's the same color. Yeah. Just this beautiful blonde man. Beautiful blonde. <laughs> uh, there is a website, uh, I think it's in the Shadowhunters wiki, that has a comprehensive list of the scenes that are different from the book than from the movie uh, for this. But something, there's a few differences that really bothered me here. But um, one of the differences is this like really bad steely work that Jace has to do when he's trying to eavesdrop with Luke on Pangborn and Blackwell, where he's like pushing it into the wall and it's and it's it's like what what the fuck is that like it is this is like a magical pencil my dude like you have to write a rune here we're not just like push like <laughs> I, 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 yeah i didn't feel like there was a rune it just felt like a an electric pencil like a light up pencil yeah just like ugh. like you know those those books with the pens that you just you're supposed to run the word the pen along the word for kids to learn how to read yeah like, yeah that's what it reminded me of. yeah and it was just like oh my god they're like this is this is bad why did we have to do it like this um but like uh, i another like silly little criticism i have is that uh, after, kind of after this scene, you know, after Clary kind of, like, panics in the rain and, like, Simon and Jace are, like, taking her back to the Institute and they get to the Institute finally and the CGI reveals the Institute. I'm fine with that. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But the fucking Harry Potter-esque door. Oh, my God. You, I have the same notes as you. (laughs) What is this? Mr. I don't want to use a lot of CGI. We're going to do a lot of different stuff. You get this whole, like, like, like multiple second scene of of this door closing that I just don't give a single shit about. Well, the same thing with the the reveal once they're in the Institute and they do the library. They do this whole, like, upwards panoramic scene. And I'm like, is this supposed to be, like, Harry Potter- in the great hall when they do the reveal and like, it's, you know, first night, you know, first night, like that's exactly, that's immediately again, like I get to see this all constructively um, the second time around because like I was awake (laughs) not four in the morning, (laughs) but like I can see, it's just one of those things where you can see what people wanted to do and the effort was there but the execution just didn't work. Didn't land. It just didn't land because, like, because then we get we get this very rapid explanation. Like Clary wakes up in the infirmary, right? And Simon's like, "Oh, he wakes up," and then Simon's like, 
a little extra. She's like, oh, they have runes for everything. You know, this, this, and this. But that tracks with Simon. Like, it's Simon, like, like, he, like, that was Simon. That is Simon. But for, like, an unknown audience, that's, like, explaining what's going on. Right. And then it's like, oh, we weren't sure if you had Shadowhunter blood, but, like, the rune would have killed you if you didn't. So, like, now we know for sure. You know, it's, like, a little bit of world building. Yeah, and it's, it's still, like, okay, like, as an if you're an audience member, you're, like, cool. Okay. okay what's a, a Shadowhunter, then? Yeah, and... Yeah. But like, now we're in a good like 30 minutes into the movie and I if you try to look at it objectively as if you never read the books, which is a lot of critics when it comes to movies, like they're not like they they have to cuz a critic is like it's not this isn't the only movie they have to see. They're not going to have time to read every single book either. So if they're like taking it at face value, they'd be like, "Okay, what the fuck is this?" Yeah, and like ugh. Face value. Okay, we have Isabel, Alec, and Hodge. You know, they're at the Institute. There's nobody else. Okay, you know, Marison. Okay, whatever. Whatever. We don't even We don't even know. We don't even know. It's not explained. They don't exist here. It's not explained. And it's just explained that, like, the Mortal Cup went missing, right? And they can't make any more Shadowhunters because of it. And that tracks because they need it. And that's why there aren't any more. And that's why they need the Shadowhunter Academy. And that's what Simon, all of that. All of that tracks. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Uh, the Isabel that is here, this Isabel is not my Isabel. My Isabel is from the show. Um, this Isabel is fine. Um, just like this Alec is fine. This Alec also is not my Alec. Um, but he does play Alec the way that Alec is. Right. When we meet Alec, he Alec is book one. like this. Is this. Book, this is book one, Alec. This is book one, Alec. He's frustrated. He's like in love with Jace, but, like, it's not really, like, you know, because we get all of that slowly throughout the six books. Because they're Parapetai also. Yes. So, so at this point, and we already know the drama that comes with yeah. being in love with each other, and, like, we all we all know that. We, we all, all know. know that. Yeah. We all know. But, like, this is this whole thing. We get Hodge, we get Hodge and his birds, and all... All the all this exposition, right? All of this exposition. But then Mr. Jared Harris, our Hodge here, he tells Clary about the circle. And and it's just like this if you don't have like a deeper understanding of what the circle really was, with which is like radicalized children that were obsessed with the purity of the bloodline, more or less. Like if you don't have a firm grasp of that, then then you're just kinda like, hmm, okay. 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 You don't understand, like, why it was such a big deal. But then I do feel like they make up with that just by how fucking crazy they chose to play Valentine. Valentine is off. I, I, I can't. He's I, unhinged. It's, it's, it, it's the eyes. Like, he does a good job. He does. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just like Jonathan Reese and everything he does. But I also, and, and we talked about this earlier, I feel like even though you knew Valentine was bad in the books, we and we've t discussed it in our other Shadowhunters episodes, too. The running thing is that he can't speak. Don't listen to him. Don't let him speak because he is such this charming what he's so charming in a manipulative way that it starts to make sense with what he's saying, how he says it, the delivery that he says it. So even though, you know, he's bad. If it was just somebody, if he just popped up on the street, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know. And that's like, that those are like almost like the worst type of villains too. That you is. Know? So here you knew right off the bat not to, not to trust him. Mm -hmm. So, oh man. Well, it, sorry, continue, continue. Cause I'm going to get straight to the end and that's not huh? what we need to be. Uh, continue, continue. I will continue to the silent city with brother Jeremiah, not, not Zachariah. uh, brother Snackariah, brother, <laughs> brother six pack Ariah. I can go on. I'll stop. <laughs> uh, we're with Jeremiah in, and my note is brother Jeremiah's stupid voice. Um, and my other note is Jay said the thing, the city of bones. Uh, every time I see the silent city, the city of bones, it just, makes me think of all of the time that Jem had to spend there. And it makes me fucking sad of Jem just walking around thinking about the only time he'll get to leave and see Tessa. Like what? You, like Jem is so good. Jem is so good. <sighs> and, and, and so that is what I think of all of this though. But 
But tell me why the mortal sword fucking trial that we have here is so fucking stupid looking. She is supposed to be grabbing that. It's supposed to hurt. It's supposed to like pull the truth out of you. She gets like a drop of of something. It's supposed to be like this painful thing yeah it's a trial you're supposed yeah. to hold it's like a whole fucking thing and, and uh that was frustrating to me because didn't emma go through yes it too? emma yeah, okay. had to do it too and, and she was a child right and that's like what i thought of because that's like obviously more fresh in my mind than the first book and i'm just thinking like she went through it and they tried to stop her and they were like no that's not like her friend whatever his name is again like i'll get to it um like they try to stop her and she's like no like this is just part of this is i'm telling the truth this is all i know like this is this is just kind of like how it works in this world um i'll be fine yeah she still did it so that's just not really portrayed here again i understand like yes we know at the end of the day the books are better than the movies but like that's like this is a stupid change like this is a stupid change they usually could have fixed and it would have been more dramatic than her just like like having a flashback and falling on the floor like you know it could have been whatever but we get magnus all of this just leads us to magnus (sighs) and i like the magnus here I love this, Maggie. Yes. Uh, rest in peace. He did pass away in 2019 from a heart attack, but he was an excellent, excellent, excellent Magnus here. He's in the short shorts. He's got the glitter. He's got the ice. He's gorgeous. Hits on Alec right away. And I love how presumptuous, again, but this is, again, aligned with Jace, aligned with Isabel, when they're like him, the hot, like, they were like the hot one. And both Isabel and, J- and Jace are like, Thank you. Or like they thought it was me, like themselves. Yeah. And they were like, no, not you. The one with the blue eyes. And we're like, Alec, Alec. But then uh. like, you know, but then you know how he feels with the blue eyes because of the infernal devices and with Will. And I'm just going to start spiraling so I won't. And Magnus remembers because uh, he was. He remembers, he remembers every. I'm getting chills. I can't do this. So you saw the picture that I sent you last night when Magnus showed up. Yep. Uh, Magnus. So okay. So Magnus. Magnus. Obviously, we know. Put the to put the block on her. Okay. So so he he kind of explains to her. I, I love this scene though because he's like, um, that was like the best spell I did. I built this in. It was like my best work. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> like yeah, I he had, love like, a it. Tell. Yeah, he yeah. was like, when you start drawing it, that was my my cue that you needed to come back soon. <laughs> yeah, he was like, yeah. He was like, I'm. Uh. He's like, but it'll just like wear off. Whatever. Um, the biggest change here is that Simon does not turn into a mouse. That happens in the show, yes? Because I watched the pilot yeah, of the show. Yeah, it happens in the show. But okay. it doesn't happen. It does not happen here. And it fucks up the plot. I, I mixed that up. You need him to turn. Because I remember, because uh, you told me before we started the series, you were sad. At least watch the pilot. Get the vibe. vibe. Kind of get some, like, casting in your head. And then once you watch the pilot, then go into reading the Mortal Instruments. And I did, as Laura said, because I am a <laughs> smart person. <laughs> And so I did that, and that was in my head. And as I'm watching the scene play out in the movie, because there's so many apparently different variations of City of Bones at this yes. point, I was like, was this another fever dream? Was he supposed to? I thought I swore he was supposed to turn into a rat. But then, like, of course, going back on like to different Shadowhunter wikis, I'm like, okay, okay, I'm not going crazy. I'm, I know what I know. Yeah, he's supposed to turn into a rat. And because he doesn't turn into a rat, he fucks up the whole plot for the rest of this, right? Because, 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 because. The plot as we know it from the book. Uh, yeah, and the show, really. Because we we don't get Jace and Clary in their romantic motorcycle, vampire motorcycle, you know, like right before dawn. Yeah. Like with, with Simon in the pocket, right? We don't get right. any of that. We don't get the Simon biting um, the vampire, because that is the whole fucking catalyst for part of his vampire thing. You know, like, all of this, all of this. We don't get Raphael, although there is a dude here that looks like Raphael, and they focus on him a lot. And I do feel like that's fan service to be like, that could be Raphael. Right. But again, this I, I'm all for it. I love the fan service, but if you're not going to appease the general public and do it in a way that's right, how are you going to expect more 
books. Because at least with the feedback from the first Twilight movie, even though the whole series was out and everybody was crazy, like even my godmother was the one who got me, you should really read this. This was so light and easy. Like you should, she's the reason I got what, read Twilight. I was like, what? She's like, all the teachers are talking about it. <laughs> and so I did. And everybody got the feedback from the first one. Hold on tight, Spider Monkey was never a lie, never used ever again in that series. But in the running, like, they took the feedback and made something with it. And I just don't feel like there was any room for the feedback given here. No, but, like, the uh, it sucks, though, because the, ac- the accurate shit that we have, like, Alec being violent with Clary, that is book accurate. Yeah. He is not in a good place here. No. Like, and we get, like, six books of him coming out of this place that he's in right now. But, like, he's not good. He's violent with Clary. We have that. Where we have him from book one in, like, City of Bones to where he is in Shadowhunters Academy, where he's, spoiler, like, adopting children with Alex or uh, with Magnus, it's a huge 180. Yeah, and, it, oh, and it, it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. But we get... Um, we get something that's accurate. Jay's playing piano, you know, all of this. We get what isn't accurate. Um, Simon having vampire like tendencies now with not needing the glasses. Like this doesn't happen until way later. Right. Um, we get we get Johan Bach being a shadow hunter. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Get out of here with that bullshit. Um, and then and then we get this very long, stupid, 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 stupid discussion exposition. Uh, example, I don't, it's just, uh, this stupid fucking portal. This portal, this portal. Like, I, <laughs> I can go on and on about the portal. I won't. What I will say is it's dumb. It does not canonically exist there. You cannot take pieces of a, a portal and, like, move it around. Why is it so wet? Caressing her face through the water drop. <laughs> I can't, I cannot. I cannot. It is so fucking stupid. And, and it doesn't, the thing about it, like, it just doesn't exist there. There are a lot of ways that you could do that without a portal being in the middle of the fucking library. If anything, this is just me, if anything, it should be downstairs um, so that it's, like, not in the heart of the th- It should be downstairs. The- oh, okay, 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 okay. Anyway, 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 anyway. I cannot stand the portal. It is just not accurate. But what is accurate is the birthday. In the conservatory, that's that's more or less like pretty book accurate there. Oh, I don't disagree. You want to talk about not having special effects though? Th- that that the rain. Flop. Oh my god! <laughs> I was gonna talk about the rain that came out as like a sprinkler system. It was not rain. I was like, well, they they didn't use CGI for the sprinkler system. <laughs> it's like, oh boy, okay, but they sure did for the flowers. Hot damn. Hot damn, those flowers are quite something. But, like, it's... All of that is accurate, though. I I did see that they filmed um, that, um, the, like, conservatory scene in Toronto. Um, But we have, you know, we got the apple. We have the bird story. We have the witch light. Of course, they don't explain what a witch light is. We're just supposed to, like, figure out what it is. Um, You know, we've got the bird spying there. We have his, uh, you know, Jay's talking about his ring. All of that... All of that works, right? Like, minus the the special effects, but, like, all of that works. The chemistry between Jamie and Lily works, right? I buy it. It's fine. Yeah, I hope so. They dated. They dated. Yeah, like, it's fine. And then, Can you imagine thinking Phil Collins is going to be your father-in-law? I cannot. I cannot. (laughs) That's amazing. Um... The, the the rest of this is all accurate. We have the 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 hallway scene after this, um, and then and then we have Clary in the library with the teacup in the paper. You know, whatever. Uh, we have a very after this. You know, when and then uh, Clary figures out where the mortal cup is. You know, of course we know this. But then we have a very gratuitous, very gratuitous shot of Jamie's very long torso. Right, right. Like, did they extend that. I was like, Jamie, sir, you are quite skinny and fit. I can see. And you're very... Is he fit or is he just skinny and that highlights the fitness? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But like, with all the runes on it, I was just like, this is like... Did you... Okay, I saw some screenshots and I don't know if I was just like... 
maybe I was just like watching in standard definition and not high definition, but some of the rune shots on his chest, I was like, do they smear his makeup? <laughs> like, it's rune? not awesome. I know. Like, <laughs> come on. And some of the mar- like some of the runes are darker than the others. And I was like, were you running out of permanent ink? <laughs> that though is okay because some runes do fade. fade. Okay, okay. So like yeah, that right. is okay. Like you, you could can you can explain <laughs> that. You could be like, oh no 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 That's no no. True. Like that one's fading. But yeah. Like, okay, but to I'm just using smudge it? that one, you know. <laughs> That's a temporary rune. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Okay. We are up to one of the scenes that I have the biggest problems with. And this is, like, the battle at Clary's, right? This is the battle at Clary's. Uh, this is where they, they Clary knows where the Mortal Cup is. She goes back to her house. She goes to confront Dorothea to get the Mortal Cup because it's in the tarot cards. Okay. So, I, you know, all of this is, like, I'm going to say, like, not book accurate. Okay, fine. Whatever. That can be fine. But the thing that bothers me, and it's not it's not book accurate, is like Simon has a big part here. Like Simon and Clary have their fight. They're not okay. In the book, Simon is here and he has a moment where it all clicks for him and he picks up um Alex's bow and arrow and he shoots out the skylight and that like kills the demon and he saves the day because Alec has been like incapacitated and everything is going on everyone is hurt that happens in the book and it is a big turning moment for simon and it's something that he like clings on to um like up until he can't uh as 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 part of like who he was and where he can point to and say like no i did that i was a hero there like i was brave there then that that's like a core part of his personality that is not here and it makes me angry as a fan and it makes me sad for simon because like boo you know I, and i'd like to see like robert chian just like do that it would have been a cool moment instead of just like uh. but that's if it then like it just goes back to like there are pivotal things like and i get it i do understand at the end of the day the book is always better than the movie but there are certain i just, I just fall back to there are certain things in the books that are pivotal to keep them and i guess i could say like to keep the story moving forward although you can negate that by saying well the story still moved forward even though he didn't do that but it just this sometimes when the smallest thing what can be considered the smallest thing is changed that takeaway that readers have from the book of why, like you loved, si- you loved Simon. I bitched about him all the way through book five and six. So I was like, <laughs> well, fuck me. Now I'm crying. Like if you told me I was going to be crying over Simon, I, I, I would have put money, I would have put money on it more than I thought I was going to like, not like Lys- Lysandra. I, and Lys- you know, I love, I hype my queen, but I, I could have put money. I was like, this boy, he is, uh-uh, I am not having it. And, like, I would have been fine. I would have been fine. And you've loved him. So, so, like, to know how much you've loved these books, and I know you're not the only one, and I know you're not the only fan of Simon, to, like, have that moment also take, like, know what how much it means to this character that so many fans love and appreciate. And I totally can, like, appreciate Simon now. Um, like, that's a disservice and i just like how do you create this beautiful world and then heavily involved with the movie and then take it away yeah yeah and take oh you you talk about taking away um from from this moment from the moment everybody gets back to the institute okay like it's alec simon clary Jace, Isabel. By the time they get back to the Institute and give Hodge the cup, from this point on, the movie goes off the fucking rails. Like, it, it not only is it not book accurate, but it just goes off the fucking rails and it starts combining everything and it's just, it's just weird. It's just, it's just weird. First of all, again, um, Jonathan Reese Myers, where's your shirt, sir? <laughs> Do you think, like, you know how some people have in their contracts, like, a no nudity clause? Do you think he has, like, the opposite? Like, I need at least one scene being shirtless. Like, a leather vest, and that's it. Leather pants. I mean. Braids in my hair. Oh, I could have done without the braids. 
<laughs> and the portal makes me wet, and I'm just dripping the whole time dripping. that I'm in here. Oh, my I'm God. I'm dripping, but the leather is dry. But the leather is dry. It just doesn't make any sense. But then, but then we get crazy Valentine. I say crazy as in, like, radicalized, like, just, whoa, sir, please wrong. no. Yeah. Um, kind of stuff here. He's talking about saving your race. Uh, my note is, portal so wet. Stop being wet. Um and then it's like, you're my daughter. So we get that right away. We get Valentine saying to Clary that you're my daughter right away. Of course, we know that this is true. This is canon, right? We know this. We know this. Um, but then uh, Valentine starts to, we get, we get, we get Valentine and he's starting to like slowly, slowly, slowly kind of, kind of lose it here. And Hodge is the one. That comes up with the fake sibling scenario. Mm-hmm. This is where we get it. And Hodge says it very clearly. Make them think that they're siblings. Make them do that. And you will break their hearts and get them both on your side. If you lie and tell them that they're both your children. Yep. So like, right, right. That's one thing that obviously we don't find out till later in the series. Obviously, we yeah. don't know that in book one or even book two. Or two. Um, so right out the gate for general, like if, again, if you're like a general public person, just if I'm watching this, okay. So they're not siblings, but we're going to lie and tell them that they are. Yeah. So, so like, like okay, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm I, in on it now. Like, but I, I, I can see what, with all the feedback yeah. that still happens to this day about this book, this series, I can see why the writers are like, mm. Let's just add this little thing in there. And right up front, too. Like, yeah. Just like... And and also, I, I think... I don't know this, but, like, Valentine has, like, white blonde hair, right? His hair is the same as as, as Jace's. That's, like, a right. thing. Um, and, and that's, like, part of it. But here, his hair is, like, black. So... I can't remember, though... Okay, so you know in the movies where he shares, like, the flashback of the false memories? Mm-hmm. How did that come to be? Because wasn't it just that Valentine did take Jason? They're just not. Oh, and, and you're talking about in the movie? Yeah. Like, he has those, those flashbacks are true, but I can't remember, the like, how it goes with the story. Yeah. So my note here is Valentine faked his death. Um, so the ashes of a man and a child, Jonathan Christopher. And then it says, manipulates hard, screams memories into head. Because <laughs> he is. He's holding his head. He's like, ah. <laughs> And they were just like flashes of the, of the story that we know Jace told Clary. Yeah. And I just couldn't remember um, from the book. Because at some point, Jace, Valentine did have Jace, no? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. okay. He so did. Th- that's why, he like, did. those parts are true. Right. Yes. Okay. That's okay. That's yes. where we're at. Yes. Those parts are true. But Sebastian is his son. Right. Sebastian Jace is his son. Is isn't. Just, Jace right. is uh, a hair, is uh, a Right. Uh, I can't remember who his father was. Uh, it's not explained, right? But, like, that—that that is what's happening here. We have to think that um, he's manipulating him and like screaming memories into him because well he is because then because like when, it doesn't exist in this this right version right because then like even in this version Clary comes into the room she's going to go attack him knowing that he's the father now but not knowing that she he's like yeah. manipulated Jace into thinking all this stuff and Jace disarms her and he's like hear him out yeah like yeah and he's already has so much trauma and traumatized like. Maybe this, you know, there's a need and a want for like a paternal figure, a maternal figure in his life. Um, again, you only know this from the books because you don't realize his dynamic with the Lightwood's parents, right? So, like, it's a whole. It's again, this it's is a just, whole thing. It's a whole, it's a whole literally thing. a whole subplot that yeah. contributes to the plot. Oh my god! Yeah, and okay, and then like the pent the pentagram with the demons inside. I just, I just can't with that. Um, and then uh, we, we honestly, have... like, I thought it was really creative how they created the pentagram with like the swords and the javelin and all that. Stuff. Oh yeah. And then with the, the shot up, like, that was cool. I thought that was so cool. I thought it was creative. Um, I'm also like, why are we just threat? Like, you know, when Jace is like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to undo- just fucking do it. Just do what, it. Like, like just that's do my it. thing. I'm like, why, why are we giving like open threats here? I like that he does do it at the end, though. He does just... No, like, he does do it, but, like, I wouldn't be like, eh, 
eh, with a bad guy because it's like a perfect example is with Hodge. The bad guy, like, again, or they're going to do it anyway. But Why this is trauma. Can... This speaks to trauma, right? Like, but we know, we know that. Uh, of course, uh, the subplot here is Magnus um, was called and Magnus is up there saving Alec. And, you know, Simon and Isabel are off and they find Luke and then they find Jocelyn and then they fight. It's like a whole fucking thing. It's like a whole action scene. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, Jocelyn's in the basement. I do like that we get shots of Izzy running around in her stilettos. I do like that. But why the fuck is her steely red? Why is it red? Why does it have a snake on it? That's never explained. It's not supposed to be red. They're fucking uniform. Like, ugh. how about because you, you sent me a, a snippet, like just a photo shot of your notes where it said real Isabel, because you were referring to the book Isabel, um, real Isabel would have done this in heels. Yes. And I knew exactly which which scene it was because she says, oh, these damn boots when they're going to save Simon. And I even put Laura's quote. Yeah, in my notes it's true. Because she would like, have, because real Isabel never complained because what's the title of our Shadowhunters episode? It was like nothing less than six inches Lightwood. Isabel. We fucking love <laughs> Isabel. And I do like Isabel with the flamethrower that she has in that like whole situation. I, oh, I yeah. do. I do like that. Um, I, okay. The rune. Okay. 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 <laughs> Clary cannot create runes yet. She cannot. She cannot. She does not start to create runes until at least like the second book. She does not know she has this ability. Okay. So the fact that she does it here is fucking wacko. It is just, no, no thank you. And the fact that the room that she's carving in her hand, I think, please correct me if I'm wrong, if you're still listening, I think it's the fearless rune. So, like, what is she doing? She's fearless against the demon. And that freezes them? That doesn't freeze them. Right. I see what you're saying. I know what you're saying. It doesn't make any sense. And then they start to crack when it starts to, like, fade, right? It's like... What what is this? You have an entire detailed encyclopedia of what runes mean and what the they codex. look like. You have the codex. Like please, please, please. And it's just it is just not. I just I just cannot. I just cannot. Um Jace and Valentine fight a lot in in the books. Uh and they do like fight viciously, but like I, I don't know. It was just, you're in the library, my man. What, what is the goal? Like, come on. And then, and then, and then men are so fucking stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And they lose sight of the thing and they are sword fighting on top of the tarot card that is supposed to be the main goal of all of this. And it's like, God, you're so fucking stupid. Like, God, wh- why? Why? Um, Ugh, it's just it's just frustrating. And then Clary with the if you really knew who I was, you would be you would know where I'm envisioning this to go. It's like ugh, none of that is any of it. It's just so wildly inaccurate that it frustrates me. Um, but then she stabs her steely in there and it blows up into snow. Why did it do that? Yeah. And you think it's fine. And then it's not because it unfreezes. Yes. And then it's not. And then and then it's all just like. My my thing says cut through portal steely implodes snow why no idea portal pieces lol (laughs) (laughs) so you know um, Clary's got the real cup Jocelyn is still still in her coma that is accurate she's at the hospital with Luke she's stable that's fine she doesn't get out of the coma till the end of book two till the end of book two yeah and then and then Clary creates a rune to clean yeah what I mean. Same, like I, I at least I understand. I, I, like I'm like I just got this cool power. Let me at least do like something self-serving. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, right? It's just it's just it. <laughs> it's just it just is it just is. Um, but then you know we get Jace coming up and he's in his motorcycle. We finally get Jace on a motorcycle. I hope that's a vampire motorcycle, but it's in the day, so probably not. Uh, but then we have this like, uh, what do I have? Um, they're like supposed to like all they know right now because again we're just like in the first book technically is that they're siblings right and now they're like trying to have this relationship they're trying to have this relationship that's a like a brother sister relationship after like knowing your own trip where he's like here's a fun fact yeah you made out with your sister sister. (laughs) it's so true though because like jace jace says like 
I don't believe it. You know, I don't feel the truth of it in my heart. Like, um, I, you know, when I said I, I had never seen an angel, that's, you know, that's not true. He's talking about her, like, you're an angel. Right. Uh, he's like, you know, I need you, Clary. Like, we need you. There's a bigger picture. It's more than just us. I did appreciate that. It's more than just us. Like, you know, are you coming back to us? We're afraid you're not coming back to us. I like the were, you know. Um, but then then she's like, the, everything is different. Like, the world is different. It's like, the world's the same. It's you're different. Right. Like, your perception is different. And then it ends with, like, all the stories are true. But, I mean, that's the same Ugh. thing with, like, the, the chosen one trope. It's like, everything's the same. You just know more about who you are now. And how are you, what are you going to do with that? Well, not that she's nothing. the chosen one. Right? Nothing. But not like she's the chosen one, because obviously there's many Nephilim. There are many shadow hunters. Like, But, like, what are you going to do with this information? Well, nothing, because there is no second movie here. <laughs> as, as we said, there is, it was not greenlit. Um, so we have absolutely nothing to go on here. So it is just, this is the end. Uh, you know, Lily and Jamie uh, broke up, dated, broke up. You know, they were a thing. And uh, we just will never have any more of this, which... Damn, because uh, I, uh, I want to fix it. Yeah, well, and, and maybe, well, that's, well, essentially, <laughs> you can argue, so did Cassie. Yeah. And that's why she resold the rights. For the to, show. For the show to try to fix it and it fucking flopped again. And I don't know if it really did flop. I just, I mean, it had more than one season as opposed to yes. more than one movie, which you could argue a full season has more hours than a movie of two and a half. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. I do. Do you do you do it third times a charm? I mean, at least we know pre-COVID, and we've talked about this on previous episodes. The excitement that you had when you found out BBC was picking up the infernal devices—it was like BBC One or something. I was. I. I have like. I'm so I was so happy for you because I knew how much you loved the series. I had never read it. I hadn't I wasn't in this genre, but I knew how much the series had meant to you. So I was like, oh, this is so exciting. Like, this is a huge thing. And we discussed off the, you know, ahead of recording, like our own like PR entertainment marketing strategy of how to how to roll out if it comes back. I don't who knows if it was just one of the things that have not is not moving forward currently. Maybe it will be. But uh, I feel like maybe that's how you find that resurgence as you start with the infernal devices and you get the audience there because you could do it with Bridgerton. You can do it with Downton Abbey, both the movie and the series. Like the audience is there um, and it's probably like an easier sell for an 1800s period piece with a little fantasy as opposed to an urban fantasy in with a domestic audience stop starting with the mortal instruments it's not the strongest it's the fucking weakest start with something strong start at the beginning of the story damn it and you even told me like we're gonna read like we were gonna start off with the mortal instruments when we were reading it um because you like you need this background it's think of it as present day like but this isn't the best. Like you prefaced it, it was like, just remember, you, you gave me a lot of disclaimers, actually. <laughs> and you continue to, this is what we're going to do. This is what you can't do. This is what you could address. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been very helpful because there's no way it would have had the impact of the infernal devices. Like, I'm sure I would have liked it. But I was crying the first chapter in because I was just making all the connections already. And I was like, what do you have me doing? <laughs> That's the thing that I found myself doing a lot with this, too. Uh, and kind of. Like, something that I find really fun about this movie and something that is really frustrating because you do get to, like, compare and contrast. And, of course, that's what we're doing, and it's fun. But, like, you can see with this group of characters where it would go and how these characters would react to the situations and, like, how everything would kind of, like, play out. And, like, you know... But, mm, it's 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 hard because because then the argument is like okay well if you don't reboot it from like the mortal instruments and you go to infernal devices okay we, uh, all right but what if you went to la like what if you started with la which is like totally fresh i feel like you need some sort of fresh take on it because if you keep starting with the mortal instruments the same thing's going to happen and the, and and who knows like I know we were talking with Deanna Ortega about this um, in our episode with her with Ruin and Roses, where, you know, when you have that first book, you make it so you have the you have you make it strong enough almost, especially when it's with a series. Does it have to be the best thing ever? Not necessarily because you're learning your characters, but you make it 
good enough where you're enticing people and you want people to be excited, be like, what is happening next? And that's what this movie didn't do because there's so many open-ended things where it's like, well, now I don't know anything that's going on. Do I even want to, do I even want the second to know more? And it's also what like happens with reading the book for a lot of people too, I understand too. They're like, why am I going to go, how am I going to push past this information? You know? Yeah. Cause it's, it's a lot of books. Like the first, it's like the first three are like a relatively manageable size. And then they just like get more and more as, as you go. And it's like, okay, I don't really like this. So why am I going to like invest the time, money and effort to like dig myself into this world that I don't like? looking at the books. I mean, we went to the used bookstore a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago and I have almost all of them now, but you see them. I mean, it's the same thing, I guess, with SJM. You see like Akatar and then Akamath. Mm-hmm. Like they, they just, just get, get bigger. progressively yeah. like, my fingers can only go so far, people. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's just frustrating. Uh, do I like this movie? No. Do I watch this movie a lot? Yes. Is this a comfort movie? Yes. If it is on, if it is ever on TV, would I watch it? Yes. Uh, would I recommend it? No. Um, <laughs> do I talk about it openly? Uh, more so now because of Jamie uh, getting more popularity with his Vecna that he's doing. We all love him. You saw this in the speak. You saw this in the theaters. You must have been living here when it came out. Yes. Yes. Twenty thirteen. So, like, that's also like something where I'm like, this was. That's what I was watching it on because like, I watched it on Amazon Prime. I was like. This was in theaters. Yeah. This was in the- I mean, I know you have original merch. Like, I know you yep. have, like, you would with a tour shirt. Like, I yep. know you were like, this is your shit. Yep. It uh. just wasn't. It just wasn't. Um, but it, it is just, like, one of these. Uh, it is It is an interesting movie. If you bring it up in a group of people, sometimes you will get a surprising person that will yes. be like, I love that movie. And you'd be like, excuse me? Um, that has happened a couple of times to me, and I know it happened to you. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I was thinking about the time it happened to you, and I was like, what is happening like, right what? now? <laughs> what? And that was before I had even mm-hmm. read the books, and you're like... I, and one of the girls, she was like, I travel with at least one of the books on me all the time. Yep. Oh my God. It's, it's amazing. Oh my God. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just so funny. It's just so funny. So in a group situation, it is fun to be like, oh, and throw it out there and, and see if anybody bites. Um, because that is just an interesting conversation to have. Um, but damn, damn is all I have to say. <laughs> I'm very excited to dive back into the books. Very excited. Oh, yeah, I'm because I remembered because I, I think everybody knows I've kind of had like emotional damage from this series. I mean, it's part of the reason why I've kind of been like dragging my feet on the marketplace. Shadow Hunters at the marketplace is because every time I hear a sentence and somebody I know is brought up, I'm like choking back tears. I was like, what the hell happened? I thought it was cool. Um, but we're going to be going into the dark artifices soon. And kind of going from there. I'm excited. I'm excited. I think this is like the push that I needed to just like put because it's it's so nice to be back with like there's a familiarity there, you know, even though I have no idea what's happening. It's really like catching up with people. Be like, "Oh, what's going on with you right now?" It'll be fun. It'll be fun. So stay tuned. We're going to be conquering all of the dark artifices. Those are thick. If you want to laugh, go look and see um, how many hours those take they on. like 30 something? I'm terrified yeah, I think, myself. I think one's like 30, it's like 20. So they, are, they, are, they are thick, so we're going to be going there. Um, Jess, would you recommend this movie? Hmm, I, I know, right? I think it's a fun, rainy day movie. Like, if you're just like, or like, I don't I, I can't say I don't think I'd go out of my way. I The way that you said, like, if it's on TV, will I watch it? No. Um, or you said yes. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, the way, if she's all that pops on TV, that I'm, I'm, I'm sedentary. Like, I'm watching that the rest of it. I wouldn't do that with this movie, but I would, but I would actively go out of my way to be like, you know what? This is a good Shadowhunters day, like a good rainy day movie. Just like how you'll tell me, you know what? Today's a good Pride and Prejudice day. And now I know I've seen it. Like, it makes sense. Um, I feel like that's what, the mortal instrument it's like it's a good fall winter movie you put it on and you just either have like do one of those mindless games on your phone or just like completely veg out and watch this yep so that's it's it's fun it's fine it's fine you're not yeah like don't go into it like 
looking for emotion. Like, just, like, do it to be, like, Support chill. Jamie. Do it to yeah. support Jamie. Like, like, and then, like, think of, like, that's what I was also thinking of, like, you know, with it when you discover, like, an author's new book and then you go back on, like, their whole catalog. Um, I feel like this, like, I maybe this will, like, people will find this movie because of the resurgence. Like, I don't want to say resurgence of Jamie because he's been a working actor this whole constantly. Time. Yeah. Like, he's not, like, a project here or there. He has been regularly acting. So um, I hope people, like, go back on his catalog and see that he's been young Grindelwald in both like Deathly Hollows and the Fantastic Beasts. Like, how often, like, they didn't really bring him back, like, like, Essentially, Fantastic Beasts were, like, a whole different set of actors. Not for Jamie. Jamie's like, I'm sold, because that man is ageless. Yes, he is. Ageless. Even though Joseph Quinn was like, how old are you? <laughs> 88. What did he say? He was like, he's like, how old are you? And Jamie's like, 88, love. She's old. She's old. She's old. Old. So... I just hope people can, like, appreciate... And that's with with a lot of actors, especially when, like, you finally see them at their, like, I don't want to say peak, but, like, with this mainstream popularity, I think is the better way to say it. And then you're like, yeah, have you you not been following along all the time? I mean, Twihards, definitely. They have known Jamie forever. Oh, yeah, they're on it. it. Yeah. But the rest of people, like, he's in Camelot. Like, I bet you, like, and, like, a reg Again, like, he's, he's King Arthur. He's not, like, a jester. So, like, he has prevalent roles in 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 the projects that he takes on so feel free to follow us on instagram we're at akafe podcast we're also on tiktok akafe laura and akafe jessica um please feel free to leave any five-star reviews if you should be so kind but thanks for everybody thanks for listening and we will talk to y'all soon bye bye